It's Ceci and Brenda. Welcome back to Entre Hermanas. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How have you guys been? How's your week going? Sister, how's your week going? How come every time that we ask ourselves, hey, how's your week going? The first thing we go is, I don't know how my week went Um, or is going. It's been- we did a live. We just did a live. I'm we pretty did. pumped about it because I don't like to show my face on social media. Um, I'm very insecure about myself. And this year, my one of my words is risk. What do you say? Like your motto is to take a risk or... What's a motto? To take more risks. Not motto. <laughs> it's um, my motivational word, I guess, or the word I'm going to go by this year mm-hmm. is that I'm going to commit to trying to make more risks because I like to feel very secure where I am. I do not go out of my bubble and I need to spread my wings. It's hard to make her try things, like try new things. She will not. So I like I like to stick to what I know, my facts, and trying out new things like socializing, social media, pictures, um, working on myself, self care, self what that whole list. Um, you know what, sister? I'm gonna take that motto too. Sezzy, take more risks, girl. Girl, you've lived by that motto too. Yeah. Well, 2021 starts new. Oh my god, you're just a risk taker. I'm flat not. out, you know? It's you're always going for that extra y'all, my birthday is gonna be next month and I just can't accept it. Like I've always been like ever since I was small and like last year, I've been last year, they're like, I know digas me daddy. I know that I'm that tia bitch, don't say my age because I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready to be there. I forget how old I I am. Sometimes I'm like uh 24, 25. I'm like, god damn it, am, wait, am I 26 or 27? Are you really asking me? Yeah. I think you're 27. Oh fucking. I'm gonna be 28. Yeah, Five, man. I'm 23. I'm going to be 24, y'all. And I'm not ready for 24. But I don't know if I'm going to keep it and just keep saying I'm 23, you know? Fuck it. Nobody needs to know. Are you doing the math? Are you really doing the math? Yes, Yes, you're 27. (gasps) I'm 27. Oh, my God. You're doing the math. Yes, I'm... Um, I did the math. I had to do the math. I'm Can you believe you're almost 30? <gasps> my God. Se me va a pasar el tren. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's, it's okay, bitch. You can take it in a helicopter. Yeah. It's yeah. good. No, man. No, it's cool. You know, like, I've seen those posts, like, that they put on um, Facebook. Like, no te preocupes, you know, like, um, like, J-Lo was with, like, this, like, 20-something-year-old, and she's, like, 40, and they're just, like, a lo mejor el tío te dice en la prepa. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it, girl. It's crazy, though, but, like, I feel what really has kept me in my bubble is my freaking insecurities about myself, about my body, how I talk, how I sound. This episode, we want to talk about toxic relationships and all that, and 
I think it all goes down to like previous relationships, For how sure. they've made you feel, mm-hmm. and to where you are at right now. Because for me, amen, sister. <laughs> amen, bro. Yes. Yeah. I feel that. Like, sadly, you know, our first relationships are what shape us. You know, I think we all have that first love. Like, come on, girls. Like, don't tell me you didn't have that first love. I know the man you're with right now is not your first love. <laughs> I can say that. And I say that, like, to me, too. Like, I love the man I'm with, but he was definitely not my first love. No. And you know what? First love, if you're out there, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely that shapes you, and it's hard to accept And move forward, and for me, taking that extra risk to be able to get someone, I'm like, eh, it's a waste of time. Like, nah, not worth my time. You know what, though? I think it's, you're on track, you know, you're at least gonna first love yourself first. You're gonna accept yourself first Mm -hmm. before you have someone else love you, because then you're not gonna feel loved because you're so insecure of what you have, what you are, of your person. And so then you won't be able to be loved because you're not going to let them to be loved. Mm-hmm. Love you. I really felt that. Yeah? <laughs> yes. I meant it from the heart. I'm, go- I'm happy you're loving yourself. It's nice. It's beautiful. It's a whole new you. And it's so bright. And now, like, I have been in a mojo and I, like, I see my sister. Like, hoy me peiné, you guys. Hoy me peiné. Thanks for the compliments. Like- <laughs> yeah, y'all. Thank you for the compliments of the hair, but... I'm still gonna. I want to cut it. I just don't know if I want to get my mom. Like I don't. I don't want to make her mad because it cut my hair again. So I don't know if I want to go there again. <laughs> but you rocked that short hair. My Dora good. the Explorer. No, you were shorter than that. And now with my little bag bag just walking <laughs> everywhere. No, y'all. Okay, so we are trying to like love our bodies, right? And one thing I always wear up and down that I would never wear is a damn crop top. <laughs> and today when I went to my sister's house, like she showed me this new crop top that um she had gotten, right? It's from Fashion Nova. And they have really good clothes, honestly. They have really nice clothes, for, especially for us big girls. And don't forget to use my code Brenda Tuskies. And Let's, we'll post that on our feed. <laughs> listen to this bitch. I'm explaining the clothes and she's trying to get promoted. No, I'm talking about like they honestly have like really nice clothes. <laughs> And, like, it's, it's, I like it because, like, I don't like the little wings I have of skin on my arms. I call them my wings because that's what my grandma would call them. They were my alas. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, but I am insecure of them. And I like these shirts because they go more further. But either way, let me tell you about my crop top story. That was the first time, this is the first time I've ever wear one. And so I went home to, well, to my sister's house and they're, she's like, I got crop tops. And I was like, oh, pues déjame ver, you know? And I put it on, and yes, it did look cute. It was beautiful. Y luego tragué. And I looked like Gus Gus. I was talking to my best friend. I was like, girl, I was like, I really look like Gus Gus. And I was sitting in the table with my dad. And I was, he's like, why didn't you wear a bigger shirt? And I was like, because Brenda. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like. Brenda told me to put this shirt on. And then he's like, no. He's like, that looks like Jasmine's shirt. And I was like, damn. But I'm over here looking like Gus Gus. I just need my little beanie. But, but she was rocking it. Okay? I'm a cute Gus Gus. <laughs> I was like, I'm a cute Gus Gus. It's cool. I, it's cool, you know. At least I wore it today and I felt good about it. I know my lonjitas are over here popping out, but I love it. 
But it's crazy, you know, like how you think like you're lonjitas, but in accepting your body, like some men sexualize you to the point where you feel so insecure about yourself. Well, now that you're going to talk about being sexualized, dude, I have this thing. I've always said that we as humans, I want to say everybody, really start sexualizing girls the moment they are born. The moment they are born because then they're like, oh, you know, like, si tienes una niña, cuídala porque ya acá está mi gallo. And or they're like, oh, ella está ya está apartada para mi hijo. Like, when I'm- my daughter was born, dude, um, a lot of people me la chuleaban. Like, oh, que niña tan más preciosa, um, que ojos tan más bonitos, cuídala. And I'm <laughs> like, over here, like, as this, like, mama, I'm like, what do you mean, like, cuídala? Like, I would even ask them, I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, like, she's gonna be really pretty, like, make sure you take really good care of her. So, it's crazy. And I think as, like, in a way, like, we feel, like, odd, you know, like, oh, you know, thank you, but... Now that we kind of put things, like, together with things that we've been through and all that, it's crazy. It's crazy because you literally are sexualized as, like, the moment you are born yeah. as a woman. And you know what? I, I was mentioned, like, I heard it when, like, like with little boys and stuff like that. They, like, get sexualized at a very young age. And it just seems, I don't know, for us, it's just, it's been something that's been on our mind. And for sometimes, like, even family, it thinks, they think it's funny and, like... La Gordi Buena, I remember those are some quotes they Bro, would say. They would call me in the rancho, they would call me La Sexy. Because I was like, I mean, I mean, honestly, I had to embrace my body at a very young age. Um, I I was born chunky. I was literally I was literally born chunky. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many pounds I weigh, but I was born chunky, I got stuck. And my whole life, like I've just been chunky. Like I cannot remember myself being skinny ever. Ever, ever, ever. So then it, like, a mí desde chiquita, you know, they, like, they would, like, call me La Gordita. I was known as La Gordita, La Gordita. La Gordita Buena. And literally, and there was a point, like, I went into counseling because apparently the problem that I had was that I was fat. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, bitch, like, I didn't know that was an issue, but cool, you know? And it it, it got to me when I was really small. Like, I was really small, and... I'm just like, bro, this is who I am. And it is what it is. And I've, but I've always made Embrace sure that, it. that wherever I went, like no matter where I went to the store, to a party, to like no matter where, I always had to look good because then I would feel insecure. Like I'm, yes, bitch, like I'm chunky, but that's why I'm like, I like gordi buena, you know, like I'm still cute, shit. Yeah. And to me, I was cute. <laughs> You've always been cute. Mm-hmm. And it's always been something like that. They, like, I was known, mucha gente me dice, like, no matter where you go, you dress cute. But, you know, it's like my insecurity. If I do not dress cute, I feel like you're not looking at me now. You're just looking at my chunkiness. I think for me, as when I was young, was that I was so skinny. And that was... I don't know if it was that. But you were skinny for a, for a, I was You were skinny while you were in Mexico. <laughs> I was skinny. I don't know. I don't know at what moment I felt sexualized. I think honestly 
I'm gonna say because I've heard it a lot is they like a lot of people remember you because of the faldita negra you would use. Oh my god. Well, I mean, there was one person that I heard to say, it, and they're like, "Oh, you know, con la faldita negra." And I was like, "Bitch, what you talking about? What was she? What girl. was he like a five year old? La faldita negra. It was just a damn skirt." But then apparently that was sexy to them. Yeah, that's crazy how guys are toxic like that. How they and you know what? Like, I don't want it to sound like we're feminists because, así como las mujeres. I like that they get sexualized as is some hombres, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just something that's going on that a lot of people just oversee. And they just take it because that's a that's literally our culture. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we wanted to get to the point of why we are so close before going into Right. Or toxic relationships. Yes. Antes del chisme, antes de lo bueno, antes de lo jugosito. <laughs> we left off on that. Yes, we definitely do want to answer that. And honestly, like we said last episode, it is something that we are still trying to figure out. We jot down like what we remember, how we feel, but there honestly is just no right answer, I feel. No. Like, if you think about it, sister, like, for me, like I said last time, you know, like, I don't remember ever playing with you as a kid. Like, I don't remember you even being in Mexico just because I see pictures. I do remember our experiences in Mexico. Like, when we would we would make yelitos de leche with my parents. Yo lavaba las tripas with my mama. Teníamos una carnicería, and I remember she would show me how to lavar las tripas. I would see how they lavar las tripas. And, bro, like, I can't eat them now. No. But back then, like, my dad tells me, like, yo corre alrededor del caso waiting for the tripitas to come yes. out. Yes. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I guess they were bummed because I would just, I would eat them hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd still eat the tripitas. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go back. I had to tell them. <laughs> I remember that. I remember where um in school they would sing to me and you... You were there, like, remember mm. El Maestro? I don't remember that. I can't remember that part. Cuando nos planchaban la falda, I remember that. My mom, mm-hmm. like, always having to make, be making sure que la falda estuviera bien planchadita for us to be able to go to school. Mm-hmm. Las calcetas. I remember being walked down by dogs. <laughs> I always had my, my, my pot of dogs, like, literally walk me to and from school. And we never actually knew why. We just knew that they followed me. And I mean, now that I think about it, I'm just like, a lo mejor porque voy a carnitas, dude. (laughs) And it's crazy, though, why we're so close. Because we're complete opposites in a lot Mm -hmm. of things. Honestly, very different personalities, for sure. And I mean... But we click so good. I wonder why. There's sometimes that I'm just like, girl... And she just makes me so mad. And like... No, bitch, no. No, we get... Like, we get over it so quick. Like, if we get in a fight, it hurts like a whole whole day, maybe two days now, because we live apart. But we cannot go to bed without, like, saying goodnight or I love you. Goodnight, sister, I love you. That's so our main, like, regardless, you know? Like, you never know what's going to happen, so you better, you know? No. Make up. But honestly, dude, we're just, like, we were, I feel like we were raised so different. But 
we were raised so different and I feel like because of that a lot of like our rivalry <laughs> started, right? Because yeah, of that separation time. I didn't like her. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't like her. I, I would straight up be like, Why is this girl here? I don't like her. Yeah. I had like I don't know. You were just a snob. You were like a little Miss Perfect and you era cara que todavía me comía los pinches mocos y you know, like I'm doing greño, me vale me vale so, madre la balacera. In Mexico we were together and she was pretty young. She was like three, maybe four. And then um the migrating um to here occurred. So mm-hmm. first I came um and that's when we separated. So we were without each other for like without I was without a mom or any of my siblings. Yeah, because only my, my dad, dad. My dad brought you and then you ended up staying with one of my aunts. Mm-hmm. I st- end up staying here for about a year. That's how we remember it. About a year. We that's guess, what my mom says. That's what my parents say. <laughs> we remember it longer, like two, two and a half maybe. That's how I remember it. But then, like, I was like a single, like, um, my, um. A single child? (laughs) A single child? Yes, I was going to say that. But, you know, I was like an only child Mm -hmm. in that couple. Like, it was my aunt and my uncle, and they were raising me as their child. So, I had, like, full-on attention. Siempre andaba bien arregladita. And, like, uh, my hair done and my shoes and my clothes. So, I just think they were strict. I think they were were so strict, you know. Well, she was like, yeah, you're not a light. You know, I was like with my dress, Maria's like running around without shoes in a rancho. And I was, I was living my childhood. Like I was on my mom. There was so much going on, but I lived one of the best childhoods I can remember. Like I can remember just running around bare feet. I remember having me pinche corte de conguito, but... <laughs> I would sit there with all the adults and act like I was part of the bubble. I remember all the families getting together all the time. Like, and no, I, I was um, raised to be like a proper lady. Um, like my shoes couldn't get dirty. I better not get my um, traje de domingo to get dirty. Um, no hands on the table while you're eating. No, you open, had no talking. Eat. You had to eat everything. I remember you had to eat, like, oh, hell no. There was one they time They wouldn't when... let me up from the table unless I finished my food because they wanted me to value the importance of food because um, the difference was uh, I would say, no, I don't want this, like my children right now. They say, I don't want this, and I'm like, okay, you want this else, but then I realized that they don't take the importance of food, you know, like what there is is what there is instead of giving them an option. Like we can't just be throwing food away because you don't want it. I love doing this to you. But yet again, she was the girl that would not eat at nobody's house (laughs) if the food didn't have chili. Um, Yeah, the food if the food had chili. The her food cannot be touching. She (laughs) would not just eat anything bro she was one of the most pickiest eater i've known so i don't know where that went <clears throat> you were saying- but now i'm i'm changing <laughs> i'm changing oh to yes, the now. point where i like chile um i try to probar a lot of things because before like i'm like 
This does not look like something I eat. I do not eat. Okay, but you're doing this now because now you see babies. You know, I want to raise my children the right way. There's no handbook, so there is not. I'm paranoid. I love, I love, I love. They how changed my mom, me. I love how my mom would say to us when we were younger. Pero cuando tengas hijos, se van a acordar de mí. Se van a acordar de mí. Oh and bro, we remember her every day. Todavía le preguntamos, ama, nosotros también éramos así. She's like, my kids never. My kids would never do that. And I was like, oh, man. Karma, karma. Karma hit us bad. And you know what? We still have a lot to go. Yeah. But you know what? We're thankful that she was raised, in, I guess, in a very strict way. And I was able to live a childhood like like I can't, like no other. I had no boundaries. Nobody would say no to me. It was It was awesome. So I think now mixing these two ways... We learn from each other, and we completely uh, like just by our facial expressions, we know how we're feeling. We know <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> we do. We just—it's crazy how we, we vibe. Just vibe, and a lot of people ask us, you know, like like people are like, how do you handle Brenda? I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I think it's because we were raised together. <laughs> because last time we were talking, I was like, sister, I don't think if we were sisters, like, do you think we would be friends? She's like, no. And I was like, yeah, I was going to say that too. Like, I don't think we would be friends for nothing. But it's cute. I love that we vibe so well. I know. And I'm trying to change it to mm-hmm. where I can vibe with more people because my inner circle is... It's Cece. It's Cece. And Junior. <laughs> Yeah. We're just us, you know, and I get her in a way. I'm jealous though, cause she don't need nobody else. She don't need nobody else but me. And she, then yet again, she says she does. But she has to, and at the point where she's gonna have to share me, we'll see how that happens. You toxica. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh. god! But guys, what bothers you in the relationship, like? What gets you furious? Like, go full on Hulk. What is your biggest pet peeve? Like, there's hygiene. For me, it is hygiene, a hundred percent. If he don't brush his teeth, like I had a relationship once where this guy <laughs> literally <laughs> se clavó la cara y el mono no señor let me correct her because she says se clavó se lavó la cara y el mono no I'm sorry let me correct her sorry sorry what she said but oh my god I had to send him back I was like hell no I was like you're going back in the shower and you make sure you scrub everything but yeah I'm not that toxic. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be rude like that. I'd be like, oh yeah, vete bañar. Well, maybe. No. It depends how long, how many days. Cause- and, and see, this goes back to your childhood, you know? Like, that discipline, like that, like to me and my kids, you won't see clothes on the floor because I will be flipping out, you know? Like, they need to know where things go. Organize. My daughter's closet, I need to post um a video about that because it's so cute like she organized everything like she's that's coming along with her mm-hmm. and you know that's good because in the end when she grows um that's gonna be good like she's not gonna be a messy person she's gonna be organized and say it to my face bitch 
I am not an organized person, y'all. I mean, this is where we're so, you know, opposite. Yes, I mean, I she, she honestly, like, since a child, she's been the quickest, quickest, clean one. She's been the clean one. They, and, you know, there was a point where they would call me Cinderella. Bitch, you called yourself. <laughs> I mean, she would literally be cleaning up <laughs> after all of us in the house, in a way. You know, she was the one that had to keep everything clean. You know, this mother, I would cry because I didn't want to vacuum and stuff. Like it's been like that. And I mean, honestly, like I wish I I I grew up caring about if I have ropa and pinchy sweater. Well, you know what? I'll pick it up tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Hell no! I can't. Not with me. No, but <laughs> I I guess I was just I don't know why I'm like that, but <laughs> I'm like that because my mom got to a point where she would make me clean, and you guys, there was like she started probably maybe started telling me to clean when I was like thirteen. <laughs> not not anything big, you know. But then I got for my fifteen, you guys. I decided to take a trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And from that was for my birthday, según yo. And then I got suspended, so then I could go. And um, when it was time to come back, literally, like, I literally, like, I, I was there for two days. And then all of a sudden, I came out with a boyfriend. Ya traía novio. And so I was going to stay there for, like, two weeks, right? And when I had to come back... I called my parents and I told them, <laughs> I said, I'm pregnant. <laughs> you said that? I said, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then they're like, what? And then my mom literally is like, like, are you dumb? And I'm just like, that's loca. Yeah, you're like, como babosa llorando, da? Que porque estaba embarazada y que me iba a quedar. And literally, that's what me and him had talked and we said that that was what we were going to say so I could stay with him. Oh, my God. But you know what? It's because estaba, like, they would send me money. So I was living the life, you know? 
Ya ves que allá en México, en el rancho, no te piden ni una pinche de para una cerveza. And I would buy the whole box of kawamas, girl. Like, I was living the life and no, no parents, no nobody to tell me what to do. Oh, damn. Because I was staying with my grandma. Yeah. So then that was me, honestly. I think I just took advantage. That was messed up with me. But either way, me junté and that's where I literally learned to keep for myself like to clean after myself to cook for myself i had to kill kill a chicken to eat if i wanted to eat and so like me junté y me quedé with that dude for like two years bro how was your chicken experience it was sad <laughs> i was sad because i remember that well he didn't work and <clears throat> i literally told my dad to stop to stop selling me money because i wanted him to like make a life for us or like make go us work and make a life together But um, I remember we wanted to eat chicken, and then mi suegra, my ex-suegra, my ex-suegra, <laughs> let me repeat that before he comes out here. Um, she's all like, oh, she's like, well, si quieres comer pollo, you know, mata una gallina. And I'm just like, I usually go to the store and buy the damn chicken, and she wanted me to kill one. So then she's like, yeah, and then I was like, well, how do I, you know, she's like, pues corretela, and if you catch her, you know, then you, you bring her, and then you... Yeah, and I couldn't catch it. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't catch a damn chicken. How were you chasing? Like they, I was you... literally running around trying to chase the chicken with like, like a bucket. Oh, okay, bucket. no, with like a bucket. It didn't work. So then um, I remember like one of the of my nephews, I guess you would say his 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 nephews. Um, he's like, oh, tía, pues con la resortera. <gasps> Girl, let me tell you, I've never hit a chicken like or anything. I've never hit anything on like, any animal. I've never hit, like, not even a good time, you know? And I hit the damn chicken right in the head. <gasps> so then I knocked the chicken out. Oh, my God. This is, like, a gore gore episode. This is a gory episode. Disclaimers. Disclaimers. If you, you know, get triggered by stuff like this, please stop listening. <laughs> and Or don't stop listening. Just skip, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> and, okay, let me tell you. And so I knocked the chicken out. And then I went, and she gave me, like, a knife. And then she's all like, okay. She's like, you know, like, take off, like, cut off the head. So, like, I literally, like, rated R. I started to saw. I started, like, to cut the chickens. Oh, my God. So, when the, the blood started squirting and the chicken started kicking, I let it go. <laughs> and no, don't laugh. It's not funny. Oh, my God. That was God. animal cruelty, but I had to eat. <laughs> and so, then I let go of the chicken because I got scared. So, then the chicken, they don't actually stop shaking for a while. So, then the damn chicken just fucking ran it ran all around the courtyard blood everywhere the dog had caught it and then i couldn't catch the dog to take the chicken out of <gasps> his mouth and i literally just i just started crying and i went back to my room and went under the blanket and i just kept crying and so then she's all like she they caught it right and then they, they hung it up and they waited for it to drain out and then she's like oh she's like come on she's like ya vamos a despelucar la gallina i started crying <laughs> Even harder. Oh, my God. <laughs> When I saw how they put it in hot water, I was like, I think, chee 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 I went back to my room. I was like, never again. But let me tell you, I came back to eat the damn chicken. <laughs> I came back to eat the damn chicken. But that Survival. was hard. Survival of the fittest. That was hard. Like, I think that was traumatizing for me for a while. I couldn't well, eat chicken. What would you say was the most toxic thing about that relationship for you? Um, I think it was 
him and how babied he was by his mom. He was like mama's boy. Yeah. And so his mama had a lot to say in our relationship. So he was toxic because I couldn't go to see my grandma. And you like you remember, you know, in El Rancho, it's like there was this big ass wall that I had to jump back and forth Mm -hmm. if I wanted to go out. And I still needed permission. And if he wasn't there, like if his mom said no, like I wasn't going out, you know. Um, and sadly, like, like, yeah, like, it was abusive. It was, it was crazy. Why would you, why would you let him treat me like that? Yeah. Like, it's that toxic. Like that Because was- I was always told that, la una mujer is, debería de ser de un solo hombre. So, cuando yo me junté, y me junté a los 15 años, you know? In my mind, I had to stick with him. I had to be with him, and I had to face it all with him, you know? If he would hit me, like, I would just keep quiet because that was my man, and out of respect, I would not put my hand up. But let me tell you, bitch, if I put my hand up, I swear to God, I would have knocked him out, which I did. But So what was the fallout in your relationship? He cheated. That motherfucker. He cheated on me. Like, I was so pissed because, girl... You know what we had, and you know what, like, my dad did for us, and he gave us, and he had a pretty good life, so, when he cheated, and I don't know why, you know, like, I le aguante, like, like, las putizas, los regaños, mm-hmm. like, le aguante all that, you know, mm-hmm. hambre, like, he wouldn't work, I had to go work in the field myself, yeah. and that money was taken away as soon as I got it, so, I took all that, and he still cheated? So I'm like, you're really going to cheat on me, like, bitch? And yet again, you know, we lived through that. We lived through that. We saw that a lot. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to stand. Like, for me, and that's been my biggest peeve peeve in a relationship. I cannot forgive someone cheating on me at all. Mm. It was hard. Oh, yeah, it would be. What about you? Me? Um, (laughs) so I guess you could say the only real relationship that I think I've had Mm -hmm. that molded me in my teenage years was with that one guy, you know, I guess we can say his nickname, right? Oh yeah. Cause nobody knows him like that yet. What's up? So yeah. So I had a boyfriend, um, his nickname was Penny and... He was like my high school kind of sweetheart because I would yes. stand. No, she was all good girl until she met him. He yeah. was he was a big no no in our. He was a thug, like straight up thug. He would like remember being oh. chasing the Alderwood oh, Mall. Oh my god, no Alder was, Mall. No, it was the Alderwood Mall, the little the one by the Northgate Mall. Northgate Mall. It wasn't Alderwood. It was a Northgate Mall where we were in the little plaza. Yeah. He got so the, he was. I guess they were doing a deal and something went south and like he was in hiding, right? Um, no, no. He thought he was gangster. Say say how it was. He thought he was gangster and then he decided to hood hop. Oh. Wasn't like that? I don't remember. I was so in love. I was so in love. I can tell you that. So I was gang related and I mean, come on, this girl over here. Stupid. It's like she's she was going to church. <laughs> she was a church girl. Oh, I don't know. Like, oh. so I w- I remember I would skip with him. Like, 
And yeah. What else? <laughs> what do you think, like, of his, like, because I think, like, you did a lot for that dude, but, like, why? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I feel like, um, so, I guess, we have to make a separate video of this. We know it. We're not ready for it, but, um, I'm going to speak a little bit about it, and you guys have to still keep hearing to be able to understand us, but it's like, we're, it's like... Walk it through with us, you know? Like, we are letting go little by little, but there's so much we have to say, and we're kind of... We're still not ready. Not but, for everything. Not yet. for everything, but, you know, like... I can say como que ya saben. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can say I've been through a lot of trauma as a child. Um, my biggest fallout was when I was 15. Um, a lot of people know about this that, you know... I was molested by a cousin who faced charges. And for me, that, everyone knew. Everyone knew. I was signaled by this girl who was molested, raped, whatever. And that, for me, I felt like I had a big sign on my forehead. And um, why I clicked with him, one, he was a thug i guess you can say i guess you could say he honestly was the black sheep of the family penny was like the black sheep of the family and he helped like he helped me get out of that funk you know like live your life um uh, go out if you want to and he pushed me like he would smoke and everything and i wouldn't use i was like so i don't know disciplined i would say i would like sit there and watch him smoke and stuff and like do his deals watch him do deals and stuff but it i don't he accepted me like girl move on <laughs> type of thing and i was mm-hmm. like dwelling on like oh my gosh like you know you, you you're yeah. actually okay with that it was hard to accept you know like after i left that um past the trauma and it was my first step into an actual relationship you know, I was like, what, 16, 17, around there? And when I met him and I was seeing him, and that's why we clicked. But then he got deported, and he was in Mexico. I remember you guys were like, he called you, huh? When he was like, you, he called you when he got booked. Yeah. And then that's how you kind of kept talking so, to him. Yeah. I was so freaking loyal to him and so dumb that I would like... Put money on his books. Make sure that he had, like, money to call. And once he got deported, he was in Mexico. And he still wanted to think, like, he was this big shit. And he hung out with the wrong crowd. I want to say he really hung out with the wrong crowd. Yeah. And there's a lot of stories to what happened. But he's been MIA for a big minute now. Mm-hmm. We lost complete touch. But I feel like he was a big part. And in a way, it was a lot of bad things that I guess you guys did as mm-hmm. teens. But it helped because who else was going to make you get out of that funk like that? Mm-hmm. I remember I was that like a white that, that I'd be helping We would out. go to the swap meets in the middle of the week. To Tacoma. We literally would be in Tacoma. But why? Why would we even do that? We like, just went to the arcade, literally. Mm-hmm. In and, Tacoma. 
And then there was once. Oh my god, I want to tell that story. There was once, you guys, that um, we were no that you got in a fight with my parents, right? You moved out and you were doing this life, so they took her car away. And she literally, I was asleep. I usually sleep with my window open and shit like that. And I was asleep. All of a sudden, you guys, I feel somebody yank my damn hair. And if you know me, yo soy bien miedosa, you know, I'm, I think that's why I got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look up, I got a real quick, and I look up, and then she's like, hey, hey. And I was like, what? She's like, get the keys to the car. And I was like, what? She's like, get the keys to the car. And I was like, oh, man. Didn't we tell the story in the last episode? Did we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did we? I just killed your vibe. You killed my vibe. Now I'm not going to tell you guys a story because you said we already said it. But if you guys remember, then she took the car and she put it on neutral and she pushed it back and she took it. <laughs> Girl, say that. I am so sorry. I do think we talked about I it. I don't care. I wanted to say it again. <laughs> oh, but yeah. But that guy, <laughs> I think he took a lot of advantage of me. Because he would use me for money. I would send him money. I was working in McDonald's at that time. Had my own oh, yeah. car. You were like the manager. You were being trained mm. to be manager. Yeah, I was the manager shit. Without the manager pay. Damn, I guess that damn, that was very toxic in a way. He, it was toxic because he no, would No, she was me. toxic too. Because she is one of the most jealous persons I've known. I've known she was like celosa pa cualquier cosa and be like he literally be like Brenda ya te volviste celar she's like no <laughs> if you look like even like even my cuñado you know like I, we're chilling we're with my mm-hmm. sister and he dare look at another girl I'm like what you looking at like and my sister's right there and I'm just like what get me yo you know like they're her and my mama they're just like they always bashing him and I'm just like let him be you know I can't like, have a relationship I'm too toxic you know like what are we gonna do about it as long as he don't touch she's so chill about about it no it's hard but yeah i'm chill i'm chilling the like, guarito with holes de colorocos verdecitos, bro. Uh-huh. <gasps> I loved his eyes. And, um, well, this dude, like, I don't even know why. Why did we even start talking? I don't even know what, why, you know, so Marimona, he's all like, oh, let me get your number. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, what's up? And then we started talking. We started talking, and then he told me, like, we kind of started having a thing. But not like a big thing, you know, like we weren't getting down and dirty or nothing like that. We were just talking, texting, calling, oh, okay, and all okay. that. Your face is like specified. I was like, where, where was I? I was going to say, because no. we were running the routes together. Yeah, but there was times you didn't go. Uh-huh. I was pregnant. You were pregnant. I was very pregnant. Yeah. Okay. And so then I was, I started talking to this dude, right? And then we got like close and 
he tells me like, hey, you know, um, I have kids, and I was like, oh, cool, you know, like it don't bug me if you got kids. But then there was one day that this lady walked up to me in the bathroom, and then she's like, hey, she's like, I know you're talking to this. Um, I called him. I used to call him Ojitos. So we're gonna call him Ojitos. She's like, hey, I know you're talking to Ojitos, and um, he's married. He's married. He has two girls, and be careful of him, you know, like, ten cuidado con él. And I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, like, shit. Like, I, I, that's messed up. Like, I wouldn't, I won't, I don't want to be with a married man. Like, I don't want to do that. And so then, um, he saw us both walk out, and then he's like, hey, he's like, did you talk to her? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what did she say? I was like, oh, that you're married. <laughs> he's oh. like, he looked at me. He's like, I'm married, but he's like, we're getting divorced. He's like, I'm trying to move out. He's like, help me move out. And so when I found him this place, you know, like he went to live with a homegirl. What's up, homegirl? <laughs> and so, like, I helped him move out. I helped him get a bed. I helped him all this, you know? Yep. And he was probably, I don't know how long he, like, literally stayed there. And, but we were close. Like, I was with him, like, every day, you know? Like, we literally would w- go to work together. And then, like, you know? We were on the phone 24-7. I met his kids. Like, I went out with his kids. Oh, damn. And one day, he's like, hey. He's all like, would you change for me? And I was like, what do you mean change for me? He's like, yeah. He's like, would you lose weight for me? He's like, would you work on yourself? You know, like, adelgazarias para estar conmigo. And, you know, you guys, like like I said, like, as a kid, I was always told that my trauma was because I was I was big. And I learned to accept and love myself regardless. And I'm just like, I literally have looked at him and believe me, I can tell you I fell in love with this dude hard. And he looked at me and he's all like, he's like, will you lose weight for me? And I was like, no. Like, I would not. Like, if you love me, you love me for who I am or you're not going to love me. And then he's all like, says that he's like, it is, it is perfect. Eres la mujer perfecta. Eres lo que yo quiero. Eres lo que yo quisiera tener con mis hijos. He's like, pero me importa mucho como te ves. And I was like, oh, bitch. And I was like, no, well, it's cool, you know. Like, I straight up, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. Oh, my God. And I just said, I was like, it is what it is. And then he's like, can I give you, like, a kiss, you know, our last kiss? And I was like, the fuck? I was like, no. And so he's like, okay. He's like, are you going to stay the night? And I was like, no, like, I'm, I'm leaving. Obviously, I'm leaving. And I just, I just walked out. Like, I just left. Oh, but I remember, like, driving through the freeway was the worst. Because I just wanted to grab the fucking car and just go boom. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't stop crying. And I was like, I can't believe, like, you know. He did that to you. He did that to me. Like, I was like, I did a lot of shit for you. And you tell me I'm perfect, but my my image bugs you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then he turned out that he literally told me, like, straight up, that meant that he was going to go back to his wife. And his wife was this pretty little thing. I I mean... She was pretty, like, I'm not going to lie. And he went back with her. And still being with her, like, he would call me. He's like, hey, I want to see you. And, like, I saw him once. Just once. <sighs> and then after that, like, apparently he left his wife one more time. And then he started going out with this other girl. And now they're, like, engaged or some shit like that. She's the manager of a Taco Bell, let me tell you that. And till this day, like, I had to block him because I was like, I'm in a really good relationship right now. And I'm in a really good spot. 
but he was one of my biggest temptations. So I was like, let me block you. I was like, I'm okay. We don't need to see each other. <laughs> and now I was like, now I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go to Taco Bell and talk to your lady that you won't leave me alone. But I blocked him. Mm. I did that big girl stuff. But that was, that was hard. Like being told like that, that I think it got to me at some point. But then the men I'm with, dude, he's just like, you're so beautiful. Out of the nowhere. Mm. And it's so nice to be told, like, I'm pretty. Like, I can walk butt but naked. And he's just staring at me. And sometimes I'm like, man, está contando las pinches lonjas, you know? <laughs> and he just has this this look of love. And I was like, yeah. Was That's like, the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm staring with this one. I was like, I love him. He loves me. Sometimes. Because sometimes I get toxic. <laughs> Con estas pinches toxicas amigas que tengo. Y esta carnal que me cargo, bitches make me like, what? Like, I should be doubting him? Like, what? No, just kidding. Kind of. <laughs> crazy. It is, like, it's crazy, like we said. It's crazy how many, how much relationships, like, mold you to your now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, to your now person, in a way, like, who you are now. <laughs> it's crazy but let us know message us what you guys think a toxic relationship like your number one toxic relationship has been for you or what happened to you that you are this way now like me i'm still struggling i'm i'm figuring myself out learning how to accept myself now because mm-hmm. I didn't take care of myself, and it's a process. It's, it's a, process. a journey, and we're glad that you guys are taking it with us because it's hard. It's hard, <laughs> and sometimes I like that you guys shout out your opinions and like message us, and it's nice to like see somebody else's point of view, and you know, like we sit back and we're like, <gasps> you know. Like, we sit down, we talk about it, and we're like, they're right. Like, why did we act like this, you know? Like, why did we react to this? But it's it's nice that we're all doing this together. And thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. And I think this is all we have time for. Um, this The chisme was getting good. The chisme was getting good. It was, but you got to tune back in. Yes, every Friday. Don't forget to tune in to Entre Hermanas. <laughs>